Drew Martin back. Step up and in. Late night anger management class continues. I am Renzi. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the winning Rams betters, and everybody else in between uh, here this evening. But we can't live in the past now, can we? We must forge forward. We must forge forward. We always uh, hear this uh, from people. Oh, I loved your show when you were on this network that doesn't exist 17 years ago. Yeah, you know what? Well, you dumbass, you should love our show that's on right now on this network. Oh, one of my favorite callers. Where's this guy? Where's that guy? I don't know. If you really cared where this caller or that caller was at, why don't you hire a freaking private detective and find out? Because I'm too busy trying to pick winners. All right? I don't know. where, who's, Where's this guy? Where's that guy? I don't know. I don't know. Ask them. <laughs> Put them on a milk carton. <laughs> the hell you want from me? What do you want from me? Drew Martin Betts. He's going to step up and in and kick it uh, with us uh, this evening. And we're going to try to pick some winners. I'm in a West Coast mood uh, tonight. We're in a West Coast mood in the fact that, you know, there's always that East Coast media bias uh, all over the place. And, you know, these teams, it's amazing. Like, the, it really is a pattern, though, with the, the disrespect of West Coast teams. Like, you know, the Rams, all oh, the Rams suck. Jared Goff sucks. The Rams suck. Yeah, whatever, dude. They're nine and four. All right. Everyone else is great that has worse records than them, right? But they suck somehow. But yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah, the USC Trojans. It, it, dude, Iowa State lost to a Sun Belt team. All right. I know I, I do I must repeat this every night. Iowa State lost to a Sun Belt team. They've got two losses. They're ranked ahead, like the USC Trojans. Like, really, is what we're doing here? Because uh, whatever, because UFC has sucked for, for, for a couple of years. And, you know, oh, Clay Helton. Well, I don't care about the past couple of years. Right now, they're a damn good football team. They're a 4-0 football team. And, oh, everyone likes UCLA this, UCLA that. USC wins, all right? USC wins. USC Trojans are going to win that game. Colorado Buffaloes getting no respect at all. Teddy Covers joined us earlier. Ah, oh, he was very point about it. Ah, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, Utah's a better football team. Well, I don't care if they're a better football team or not. Lou Holtz, who I think is an idiot, um, but once said, uh, when Notre Dame won the national title, they had a soft schedule. And they said, are you guys really the best team in the country, coach? He said, I don't care if we're the best team in the country. All we have to be is the best team on the field every Saturday. Good point, coach. Winners don't care what losers and chumps think. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Portrait's late night continues. I'm Renzi. Drew Martin Betts uh, will join us uh, in a couple of moments' uh, time. I want to get Mateus. Uh, Mateus lit it up last week in the UFC. We'll get his picks on tomorrow night's uh, show. We'll get into the UFC on the Friday night uh, freak show. We've got three hours uh, tomorrow night. Well, we've got uh, Steve Merrill, Tony Finn. We'll get into some UFC uh, as well. We went longer with uh, Balzer tonight than we planned. 
I, you know, listen, I, I thought Howard might stay for a segment. And then it was like, no, you know, Howard will stay for a segment or two. And as you can see, Howard enjoys uh, talking football. And, man, he, the hour just flew by uh, with Howard Balzer. So we hope you enjoyed that. We hope you enjoyed Teddy. We got a little bit of something for everybody tonight. Uh, NFL talk with Teddy, more NFL with Howard. Uh, we're going to focus in on some college football with uh, Drew Martin. Drew loves, uh, Drew loves college football and uh, very smart college football better as well. A couple of loose ends and uh, stories that we like to hit um, in the third hour of the program. You know, so we focus on the games, and we got this and that and picks and everything. Uh, but, you know, we like to, uh, you know, what, what's, what are some of the stories that we're missing out on? And I see that Marshawn Lynch wants to come out of retirement, but he's very specific. He says, Marsha, here's what Marshawn Lynch wants to come out of retirement, says the headline. I don't know. What up? 50 pounds of weed and uh, and a truck full of Skittles? Like, what do you, what do you mean? What do you want to come out of retirement? I got to be honest. I like, Mar I listen, I like Marshawn Lynch. I like weed and I like Skittles. So, you know, I should have a Marshawn Lynch jersey on right now. But I don't really like, you know, what you want to come out of retirement. Like, bro. Yeah, this is like, you know, this is like saying like Sika asking what she wants to come out of retirement. It's like, it's like, listen, you're 78 years old. Like, nothing. <laughs> like, like, Marshawn Lynch says he'll come out of retirement, but he'll only play if the team is going to go to the Super Bowl. Says he only wants to play if it's in the Super Bowl. That's pretty big of you, Marshawn. <laughs> and, and then people are actually entertaining this stuff. You know, the list of teams that Marshawn Lynch said that teams have contacted him. And but he said, you know, but I would only play for a team that was going to the Super Bowl. And now people are speculating, and I see the Bills are on the list. Yeah, yeah, like the Bills. Dude, Marshawn Lynch was on the Bills in 2007, man. The dude's a running back. He's done, people. Like, what? I don't, like, why are we, what, what are we doing here? So, no, that's all I'm talking about that. I'm done with the Marshawn Lynch stuff. So, as I stated, I'm down with the weed. I'm down with the Skittles. I'm down with Marshawn Lynch. But, you know, Marshawn Lynch should be fighting, like, um, one of the Paul brothers or something. <laughs> like, like, do you get the feeling? Like, Marshawn Lynch should be, like, doing, I don't know, celebrity boxing or something. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, you're not in the NFL. You Like, Marshawn thinks, like, you just show up. Dude, like, you're not good anymore. I don't want to be a jerk, but, like, I don't know. Like, I don't I don't understand, like, why is this a story? But here's what he wants to come out of retirement. Yeah, well, that's all good. Here's what I want to uh, to marry Shakira. Here's my list of demands. Come on. What he wants to come out of retirement. Good for you. And, um... I want to tell the head coach of Alabama, their basketball team, what's this? What's the guy from Buffalo there, Nate Oates? This guy's a real idiot. So remember last night I was talking about uh, Coach Krzyzewski? Uh, coach Krzyzewski said, you know, 3,000 people died today and we're playing basketball. And he said, you know, we kind of got a lot of problems here that we, got, that we should think about. <laughs> and, and, you know, it was mostly like just loser trolls and a couple of jackass blogsters and stuff like that that went after Krzyzewski and said, oh, I, you know, oh, if he didn't lose to Illinois last night, would he have said that? And the head coach of Alabama, Nate, Nate Oates, actually said the same thing. He said, well, I, you know, I bet you if he didn't lose to, uh, to Michigan State and Illinois, he would shut the, want to shut the season down. He never said to shut the season down, number one. And really, Nate Oates, who the F are you, bro? Who the hell are you, Quaker Oates? 
I hate Duke with a passion. I'm going to tell you to suck it. Nate Oates, you're calling out Krzyzewski saying he's a quitter after two games? What the hell's wrong with people nowadays, man? Like, I know in the political world and in the real world and stuff like that, people are allowed to say stupid things that aren't true, and they live in their stupid little bubble that they believe it is, and they just tell themselves that it is. Are you one of these, like, morons? And evidently he is, too, because Nate went on to say, you know, about the, the virus isn't that bad, he went on to say. This guy's a real, like, yeah, you're a real piece of work. Uh, like, seriously, virus isn't that bad, huh? Over 300,000 dead people, bro. You're worried about, like, he's talking about, like, uh, he's talking about his players and mental depression and stuff like that. Fine. You got an opinion on the coronavirus? I don't care. I'm sure everyone does, and I don't care what your opinion is either, right? I saw a good gift the other night. It was a picture of somebody, like, uh, very sick on, like, a, a, an ambulance gurney. And the quote was, are you taking me to uh, the hospital? And the, uh, the paramedic uh, caption says, no, we're taking you to the Twitter comments page <laughs> where the real experts are, right? I, I thought that was pretty fitting. So I expect this stupidity from people online. But I don't expect this stupidity from a head basketball coach that you would figure would have enough damn respect for what Coach K has done and for what little you have done. I don't care how you got the Buffalo Bulls into the tournament. Good for you. You play in a crap-ass conference, all right? So, you know, it's just amazing to me. Like, there's no, you know what it is? I guess, the, the, what's the, the term I'm looking for? Self, uh, is it self-worth, perspective, or... Um, self-awareness, thank you. And uh, nobody said that in my earpiece. I was saying, talking to myself. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. Like, 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 dude, you're, you're, you're just some loser basketball coach that's making money, and you know, you'll Alabama will go nowhere under you, and you actually think that Mike Shishovsky wants to quit. And another thing is, too. Remember, I was talking about the. Uh, I was talking about the haters at Deadspin and hate everything. These guys hate kittens. Um, Deadspin, same thing, right? Now, call. Well, if Coach K is so serious about it, why doesn't he, you know, shut down the college season and stuff? Well, you know what? He actually did put his money where his mouth is, Coach K. Duke canceled all non-conference games. Duke canceled all uh, non-conference games. And people talk, and that's the whole thing. People talk, oh, he's scared. Well, you know what it is, actually? Coach Krzyzewski actually said, I'm just making sure we're doing the right thing for our players. So I guess Coach Krzyzewski canceled the non-conference game against Elon and Charleston Southern, right, because he's scared of playing them. Nate Oates, you're like, I hope you lose every game for the rest of the year. And uh, whatever the jackass at Deadspin uh, wrote, like, like, dude, like, really? You're getting paid to write that dribble and that crap? How about, like, having a, a, a manly take? How about, like, is there any adults in the room anymore? Any adults in the room? So I guess Krzyzewski's canceling the non-conference games against Elon and Charleston Southern. Krzyzewski says, I'm making sure we're going to do the right thing for our players, just for safety. We're not going to play any non-conference games. We're not going to try to reschedule. We could try. We're not going to do that. We're going to play our conference, and get. hopefully we play all of them. We're also allowing our team to go home for Christmas. These kids need to be at home with their families for a little bit. 
And uh, Shashevsky goes on to say that nobody's thinking about the, the big picture and we're just plowing through this thing. And props to Shashevsky. So I guess, you know, what are the losers going to write now about him? What are the losers going to write now? Listen, I, I've, I've ripped Shashevsky. Shashevsky was full of it when he said, I didn't know about that Yahoo Sports uh, piece and the FBI investigation. What? I didn't know about that. Right? Yeah. I do believe that Duke has handed envelopes to kids and that, you know, there's not, there's a reason why suddenly all these one and done stars go to Duke, right? We can go down the list, all right? Did Zion get $150,000? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and probably more. You know what I'm saying? But all of which can be true. And I could, I called out Shashevsky for this. Shashevsky. You know what I mean? He got his hands a little, you know, Duke got their hands a little dirty in a modern ball. They, you know, and he, he played dumb. At least other coaches said, ah, you know, yeah, it's, you know, he pretended, oh, I don't know about that, right? But, you know, one thing could be right, another thing could be right as well. And the fact that anyone thinks Krzyzewski's ducking anybody, whatever, man. I guess uh, humanity is stupider than I even thought it was. Drew Martin Betts joins us next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Late night anger management class continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. It's been too long since we've thrown it down with Drew Martin, who's back in Las Vegas, Nevada, after spending some time in uh, Florida. Drew Martin steps up and in. He's a very busy man. We appreciate him taking the time to be with us. What's going on, Drew? How you doing, buddy? Hey, Gabe, always good to be on with you. One of my favorite people in the industry, buddy. Uh, good to see you doing well. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm out here in Vegas, you know, kind of going back and forth between Florida and Las Vegas. But life is good. You know, more winners than losers in sports betting usually makes for a, uh, you know, a good atmosphere to just kind of be living life, as I know you know as a sports better as well, Gabe. But, uh, yeah, excited to be on with you and uh, always good to be talking with you, buddy. I appreciate the kind words, and I'm a big fan of your work uh, as well. Always fun hanging out with you. So let me ask you, though, and I know you're, you're a pretty enthusiastic guy about life, and, you know, you like moving around, and you lived in Costa Rica, and, you know, you went to Auburn, you've been in Florida, <laughs> you're in Vegas, and I knew that you were very excited. I saw, I can always tell that excitement. You know, I, I remember seeing you in Vegas before, but, and I moved there before, too. There's always that excitement of, like, your first time moving to Vegas. It's like, ah, oh, I'm moving to Vegas, guys, and like, it's real, I'm moving to Vegas. Except the damn year that you moved to Vegas, it's the biggest pandemic in 102 years. <laughs> it's kind of a weird time that you, you rolled into Vegas, isn't it? Oh, Gabe, it is it is wild, just the shift that's happened here. And you know, I, I did move here, What what? it's been about a year and a half now, yeah, yeah, the yeah, August, yeah. right before, right before uh, football season kicked off. And Gabe, it was, it's the livest city by far that I've ever lived in, man. I, you could go out Sunday night, Tuesday night. It didn't matter. And there was just people spending money, having a good time, partying every night of the week. And I would always go out walking through the casinos because I'd live right here next to the strip and be like, where does all this money come from? You know, where, where are all these people doing? You know, Asia. it didn't matter. 
It, it, it was from, they, they were from, you know, Asia, from yeah, China, yeah. they were from Iowa, it didn't matter. And, and then sure enough, the pandemic hit, Gabe, and, and it was just shut down. And then, you know, I've told you before, like walking on the strip and, you know, in April, it was all police officers and like drug addicts. It was just crazy. And it, it, it's something like I, I've really thought about, like just writing a book about, you know, life and change and being out here in Las Vegas and really seeing just the top of the top and kind of the bottom of the bottom. And now we're kind of muddling through here in Vegas. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you, you're right. I don't know if I can think of uh of, you know, a more fascinating city or a city that's been affected as much um, with the pandemic um, as Las Vegas. And, you know, and, you know, New York, you know, massive cities, London, et cetera. Uh, but you look at Las Vegas and you're right. And, you know, Joe, listen, I've lived in Las Vegas. I've lived in L.A. I've lived in New York. Um, you know, and I've lived in other major metropolitan cities. And, you know, they say this city, uh, New York, is a city that uh, doesn't sleep. That's not true. They stay up late, Drew, but they sleep. Vegas is the city that doesn't sleep. <laughs> like, like, no, and it's true, as you stated, like, like New York City's wild, and, and you know, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's up all night, but it's different, as you stated. Las Vegas, dude, it's 24-7, 365. The lights are on all the time, and it doesn't yeah. matter. Like you said, like, you know, in New York, it's like, all right, yeah, the bar's closing at 4, right? we, we better get over here. Like, nothing ever closes in Vegas, guys. Like, it really is a paradise if you're into that lifestyle in which, as Drew just stated, like, dude, like, Drew, like, I lived at Palace Station for months, you know, and, and I lived in hotels for, like, nearly a year before I got my condo, actually. And, you know, did exactly. Like, it would be 4 in the morning on a Tuesday night, and I'd be playing the slots, and, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or I'd be like, I feel like a grilled cheese right now, right? Like, that's the thing in Vegas, as you know. Whatever you want at whatever time of the day, you can find it for a price. <laughs> yeah, that's true, Gabe. I mean, it, it, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, this city, pre-pandemic, it, it really never did sleep. I, it, and you got to remember, because during the week, and this is one thing that's really hurt Vegas probably the most, is during the week, you know, all the companies would have, like, their conventions or, you know, once a year, or once, you know, semi-annually having the company out here, the top performers. And then those type of guys would go out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday night yeah, or girls. Yeah. And then that's where you would get kind of the party scene during the week. Um, plus the fact you bring up, you know, wanting to grill cheese. One thing I will say about Vegas is there's two things I learned from living in Vegas rather than, you know, before I lived here just visiting it that I didn't really realize until living here. I'd be interested to see if you agreed. One is... It's a lot prettier, meaning the outskirts of Vegas, like the mountains and the sunset going over the mountains. It's a lot prettier than I think a lot of people give it credit for. Plus the lights on the strip, I, I like to look at that as well. And two being, it's the best food town that I've ever lived in. If you like sushi, if you like you know Korean barbecue, any Asian food is awesome. Obviously good Mexican food being close to the border. Two of the things I like, you can get really any type of food and it's all really good. You can get cheap food, expensive food. It's all good here in Vegas. Yeah, you know what? I, I lived, um, when I lived in Vegas, I lived at the, um, I lived at the, I believe it was called the, man, I've lived in so many condos over the years, Drew, like <laughs> yeah. these damn names, you know what I mean? They all have, they all have the same name, Bliss, Aura. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Aura. Paradise, yeah, yeah like, it's always like, Sky. I'm like, which, yeah. yeah, exactly, you know the drill. I'm like, what's yeah. that? Aura, I believe it was Aura. 
I think it was called Aura. It's the one on uh, Las Vegas and uh, Sahara, right by the Strat, you know, the big uh, condo tower there. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, really nice inside. I, 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 one of my favorite buildings I've ever lived in, actually. Just as far as, you know, security, the pool. Dude, like I was like, uh, if I wanted to run, if I was in a panic to get a bed in, this is before the app days there, I could get to the Strat in like two and a half minutes. Like my elevator would take me longer. I'd run through Naked City in the back. <laughs> I'd be like running, running, running towards the Strat. But yeah, I lived on, uh, I ate at IHOP like daily, bro. I ate, at I ate at IHOP for breakfast. I ate IHOP for dinner. And <laughs> you know, IHOP has more than just breakfast, right? So I had IHOP for breakfast. I'd mix in Denny's. I ate a lot of Denny's there because there's a Denny's right there. Uh, but not the tourist Denny's. I'd go further down, right? So I wouldn't get ripped off. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, that's another thing in Vegas, guys. Like, you know, the Denny's Grand Slam on the strips, like 22 bucks or something. It's like everywhere else is $6.99. <laughs> right? They gouge you uh, on the strip. But I love, uh, yeah, I love the, uh, I love the, uh, the Mexican food. Like you said, the, the Tex-Mex, the Southwest uh, style, you know, the food trucks. Uh, big, big, big fan. Um, so... One guy that we know, despite the fact that uh, Vegas isn't quite the same party town that it was, it still goes on, as we saw with James Harden uh, the other day. But I'm very disappointed, Drew, in Max Gilliam, quarterback of uh, UNLV, for embarrassing the city of Las Vegas uh, like he did. I mean, Las Vegas has a reputation to uphold. We can't have quarterbacks eating sushi off of models on television shows. Like, dear God, Drew, you, you know, listen, like, like, Jameis Winston's apologies haven't been this deep. Like, you would have thought that this guy was, like, you know, <laughs> like, he was going to jail. Uh, I'm sorry I embarrassed the program. And, like, it's like, bro, like, you're on a reality TV show. Like, if it was sa safe enough for TV, I wouldn't worry about it too much, Max. <laughs> oh, Gabe, this story is absolutely out of control. I mean, first of all, you know, you're a quarterback for an 0-5 team straight up, 0-5 against the spread, depending what number you bet on. It's been an embarrassing number for, UN, for, for UNLV, embarrassing season for them. Really, the football program at the bottom of the Mountain West. And sure enough, you get a, you know, good-looking quarterback on a reality TV show eating sushi off of a nude model. And, and they're sitting here apologizing for it. I don't get it. What First of all, Gabe, who, who does it offend? Like, really, are, are, is there anybody out there besides maybe his mom or his grandma, depending how they are in life, being offended by what happened? No. They're the, the, nobody should be offended by this. And, in fact, him apologizing, saying, you know, it, it doesn't reflect the UNLV program. I, I don't, first of all, I think that's a lie. I think all the players <laughs> are, are jealous of him. They would rather do that than uh, be on an 0-5 team. And I would flip this on, the, on its head if I was Arroyo, the head coach for UNLV. I would take a clip of it from the reality TV show, not send it out to parents and stuff like that, but when you get the kids on campus, sell the program. Say, yeah, we have Vegas here. You can, you know, get in. Yeah, right. and, it, 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 what else are you going to sell? An 0-5 squad? No, you got to sell the stadium. You got to sell the city of Vegas. You're going to have a good time here. That would actually help in recruiting. So instead of apologizing for it, I think they should run with it. I, it's a great call, Drew. And you know college uh, football inside out, and that's why you know this exactly. Listen, any college quarterback that going to UNLV, he knows what he's getting himself into, right? 
He knows the team sucks. He knows he's about to go get beat up every week. But what now you're going to tell him if he gets laid, that that's like he's in trouble now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, that's the, the perk. You're right. I would be saying, look, we're 0-5, but even our quarterback was on a reality TV show, so you're not going to be forgotten about here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'd be selling that, too. I'd say, look, he's in the New York Post. Like, we do we do exist, you know what I mean? There's hot chicks, you know, hey, you know, reality TV. Like you said, man, this is a thing that you sort of, you publicly, you know, you publicly say, we're going to talk to him, but privately you, you get a laugh and you go so listen uh, did you sleep with her after like <laughs> tell us more <laughs> like i read i brought it up to uh, on last night's show actually so it was a major league baseball umpire probably got busted uh, in a prostitution ring this week oh man right? yeah youngstown ohio guy ordered a hooker online and it turned out it was a cop and uh, youngstown ohio so he's a major league baseball umpire and i said you know it's not as if, though, like, his co-workers are going to look down and shame on him. It's like baseball players, right, <laughs> Drew? Oh, for shame. I can't believe it. Like, nobody nobody cheats on their wives, sleeps with hookers, and goes to more strip clubs than baseball players. <laughs> I know. So, like, there's, like, no shame in his getting. It's not like he got caught. It's like, oh, God, this is bad for my job. You know, like, guys in a batter's box are going to laugh. They're going to go, bro, Youngstown, Ohio, Really? You start laughing and go, hey, next time call Shelly, all right? She's not a cop. Like, they're all going to have great jokes with the guy like, yeah. all, all year. But uh, listen, yeah. we're going we're gonna to yeah. get into some football. Drew, we're coming up to a break here. We'll okay. get into some football on the other side uh, with Drew Martin. I want to uh, pick his brain as far as these uh, games uh, this weekend. Can't believe the season is already coming to a close. Sports Rage Late Night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Late night anger management class continues. I am Gabriel Morenci. This is Sports Rage, and we're throwing it down with one of our favorites. Drew Martin Betts steps up and in. You can find him over at sportsmemo.com. Uh, Wager Talk. Find him on uh, Twitter as well. Of course, Drew Martin uh, Betts. So, speaking of uh, bets, let's get into some college uh, football right now. What, what do you, what's your, uh, what's your uh, opinion on this college football playoff mess at Ohio State? Are you down with it? Are you are you okay with it? How do you feel about the Ohio State situation? You know, Gabe, I'm probably in the minority in terms of uh, who should be, you know, really considered strongly for the college football playoff. Just talking specifically about the Ohio State situation in the Big Ten, I mean, we could see it coming from a mile away. It's about the money, and they were going to change it to make it, you know, the easiest for the Big Ten to get the check for entering the playoffs. So I'm not surprised <laughs> by them letting it in. However, it, the one thing I am kind of surprised at is, one, the playoff committee, and two, just kind of the media and college football talking heads overall really counting out the USC Trojans. You know, we got an undefeated team in the Pac-12. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. the Pac-12 is all that, but could you imagine 10 years ago, USC being undefeated in the Pac-12 and being left out? No way. But now, uh, it's a real chance here, probably, you know, depending what percentage you want to go off of, I guess the FPI and ESPN saying 
under a 30% chance of USC getting into the playoff. And I, I'm kind of surprised by that. I mean, if USC runs the table, um, Ohio State doesn't look good in their only game left against Northwestern. I don't know why people are saying, oh, it's a lock. A Big Ten has to be in. I don't know. I mean, USC looks like they have playmakers on the outside as well. They're going to have a flawless record. And if they look good against UCLA, who's pretty good in their own right this year under Chip Kelly, that's the one thing I'm more surprised at, that USC isn't getting more play. I love where we're going with that, uh, Drew. And uh, I've been, I've been uh, banging this drum all week and for a couple of weeks uh, right now. Now, as far as the college football playoffs are concerned, there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of smoke out there and a lot of anger and this and that. And you sort of said it earlier. Ultimately, like, really, we all know Alabama's the best team, guys, right? Like, is anyone complaining? No. Like, you know what I'm saying? When it's all said and done, Alabama will be there on, on that Monday night, right? Um, and you got Clemson, Notre Dame, whatever, these teams in a mix. My beef is, though, is it, you know, is it a power? Is this really a college football playoff? Is it power five? Like, the other teams cry, like the Cincinnati's and oh, BYU Independent, fine. And the, 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 the rest of them say, well, you know, it's a Power 5 thing. And, Drew, you just said it. It's not even a Power 5 thing. It's a Power 2 thing. Like, it's, it's the Big Ten and the SEC, and they're locked in on this thing no matter what, and everybody else has to prove themselves to them uh, somehow, and it's garbage. The Pac-12, I get it. The Pac-12 has been down, uh, but... You know, I don't care about past years. We're supposed to be judging football teams, right? Like the teams now. I don't care that the Pac-12 sucked last year or the year before. I don't care that Clay Helton sucked before. And you just nailed it. The USC Trojans are 4-0 right now. And Drew, getting better every week. I hope the committee takes a look at that, right? Look at them in week one. All right, a little sloppy. Come back against ASU. Yeah, it didn't look good in the red zone. Went up and down the field against Arizona. Beat the crap out of the Utah Utes. Pounded Washington uh, State. Slovis is an elite college quarterback. They have blue-chip talent. And I don't know. Everybody loves UCLA in this game, not me. I like the Trojans. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's actually an interesting handicap. I mean, DTR looks to be back. Chip Kelly's got him playing well for the Bruins. But I'm with you. I'm not stepping in front of this USC team. You know, I, I kind of, I, I think, you know, sky's the limit for this team. If they're able to get in, I guess you could make that argument. I just think they're underrated in the betting markets. I mean, people hate Clay Helton. You know, they don't have the name recognition that USC has had from some players in the past. But, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely not looking to bet against USC. SC, and the fact that if they look good against UCLA and if they look good against the quality opponent in the Pac-12 championship game, I don't know why they're not getting more respect. And actually, I think, uh, you know, just playing like looking into the future, I think that that would be a heck of a dilemma for this playoff committee and keeping them out sitting at what, six or seven and oh, with, uh, you know, a bunch of quality wins, especially down here, the stretch. Uh, that's going to be a tough look for this uh, for this year's playoff. I don't know how you feel about it. Like, people talk, oh, we need to expand a playoff. We need to expand a playoff. You know, I yes and no. You know what I mean? Yes and no. Are there really 16 good teams? Probably not. Yeah. You know what I mean? But are there eight? Uh, yeah, probably. You know what I'm saying? So when we get into this, my deal is, let's just simplify this. You win your damn conference, you're in. Let's cut the crap, all right? No games, no whatever. You're the ACC champ, you're in. You're not sucking. You're the SEC champ, you're in. You're not, suck it. You're the Pac-12 champ, you're in.
Like, there has to be a real alliance, uh, not this, that, yeah, yeah, well, you know what? Like, dude, what's up with Iowa State? Why do these guys love Iowa State so much? Iowa State's a good football team, but, dude, they have two losses, and they lost to a Sun Belt team. But I was just going to ask you, like, college basketball, we see that uh, the bracket buster Saturday. How fun would it be that if we would have had something like that in college football this year, like the BYU Coastal stuff? It's like, all right, guys, it's a weird year, so... We're just going to have a sort of mini playoff now, right now. We, you know, 16, you're playing one. Bama, you're getting Northwestern. Like, and then, boom, just sort of a Saturday. And then sort of shuffle the deck a little bit, get rid of half the teams, and move forward. It could have been fun. That BYU Coastal stuff was real fun, Drew. And now we see you don't need 12 years in advance to book a football game. But let me talk to you about a team in your state right now and not UNLV, a good football team in the Wolfpack taking on one of these shocking stories in a nation. It doesn't get enough love anywhere else, but it does on my shows. Uh, San Jose State, what a run for the Spartans this year. What a job that Brandon's done there. Oh, absolutely, Gabe. Uh, you can just tell in the recruiting he's done on the defensive and offensive lines, especially that defensive front, getting after it. I think Nevada's going to have a tough time here against the San Jose State Spartans team. You know, 5-0. and Also, depending what number you bet them at, 5-0 and against the spread. They've been a great bet here. And, of course, they're getting money again this week, you know, as the home team. Although, keep in mind, they're actually going to be playing here in Las Vegas. So, Nevada's not going to leave the state. Um Look, Gabe, I, I I like San Jose State here. I bet them personally at two and a half. Now we're seeing them, I guess, getting mostly threes now, so you're going to have to give the full three. But the uh, Friday night lights edition of Mountain West football, man, I'm not stepping in front of this San Jose State team. I mean, if you can get them two and a half, which, uh, which I bet them at, that's the way I'm going. Nevada's a good football team like you talked about, but this San Jose State team, uh, I think they're underrated, Gabe. Yeah, sometimes you just don't want to get in front of these special stories, huh? And, you know, listen, Starkle's a great quarterback. He's great in this conference. They just have that sort of it factor, uh, this team. Unique situation uh, playing in Las Vegas. And, you know, listen, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Drew. I thought they were going to lose last week in Hawaii. You know, that game was supposed to be in San Jose State. It got shut down. Uh, San Jose State said, we'll play it in Vegas. And Hawaii refused. Really? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We had Bobby Kern on the play-by-play uh, -play voice of Hawaii told us the behind-the-scenes story. Hawaii refused. They said, we're not going into a COVID pit. And why? Like, you, you guys need this game more than we do. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's true. Like, they really did. They basically just said, well, whatever. You And Hawaii paid for their airfare and their hotels. Hawaii said, if you want to come here, we'll pay for the flight, and we'll give you the hotels for free. But we're not leaving the island in the middle mm -hmm. of a pandemic because you guys need a game. So... Uh, San Jose State begrudgingly went there and it beat them. <laughs> there was like bad blood. Thing is, I guess Brennan's buddies with the program and stuff, right? So it was kind of weird, but I guess the ADs really like had a real like contentious call and stuff about this. It's going to happen, but I, I didn't think they were going to win last week. That was an impressive win last week for them. And yeah. you know, like you said, I don't want to get in front of them uh, right now. Yeah, anytime you go out on the island and take take care of business against the Rainbow Warriors, that's a good stuff. And, and Todd Graham's got it kind of going there this year with the Hawaii uh, program. But but I was on him last week for, you know, nothing big, but just because I didn't want to step in front of him. And it is a special story here with the Spartans. And, and the, the fact that you had uh, the Hawaii play-by-play -play guy on, 
Um, I, I know his voice. He's like a Hawaiian guy. That's pretty awesome, man. I like him as play-by-play. -play. Yeah, yeah, we have a new producer that, uh, uh, Hawaiian. He lived, uh, he's lived in Hawaii. He went to, he went to Hawaii. He played soccer in Hawaii, so he's got connections there, worked there and stuff. Um, so yeah, we're, we're getting, and you're right, I love, I love, you know, true. that's always been on my bucket list. I love the play-by-play -play guys of Hawaii football, it's true. Yeah. Especially when you get the feed, when they don't go to break, and you get them just sitting there talking and stuff. It's great. Yeah, and they're homers. And I, I kind of oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah, they're, yeah. they're rooting for Hawaii, you know? It's, it's oh, really yeah. funny to listen to them. Yeah, yeah. One of the guys was talking about, like, they were in, like, a three-hour lightning delay. And the poor bastards, they kept them on the air forever. So it turned into, like, a talk show, right? They were taking calls and, like... <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They were, like... They were just kind of, like, like they're radio hosts, too, right? So, like, in the area, it's so like... They were just telling stories, and buddy, I was thinking, I was like, bro, man, like you probably shouldn't be telling this story on this show, on the, on the, like you're on the broadcast. It's talking about, oh, I only came to Hawaii for the girls, and I cheated in class. He was going off about how, like, <laughs> and like, you got teenagers there, oh, like, yeah, yeah, to the exactly. He's like, and I got caught cheating, and that's why my father made me join the army, and then all <laughs> I did in the army was drink all the time. Like he was like. <laughs> I was like, dude, you know this isn't a podcast, right? You're on, like, you're you're doing a broadcast here, right? But it's only on in Hawaii, and everyone already knows this story anyways. Like you said, it's like insider stuff. I love it. But it's always been on my bucket list uh, to go there uh, to, to a Hawaii game and get hammered and just bet a ton of money on that bailout game, Drew. Be a oh, great time. <laughs> that sounds right up my alley, Gabe. Let, dude, when this pandemic's over, let's go do that. The end of next next season, maybe in yeah. like November or something. Let's just go out there, sure. pound beers all day. Because everybody always bets that game, but we could be there. It'd be, just be great. We're at the Saturday night bailout game live. You know what I mean? Like we're there. <laughs> that would be perfect. Let's do it, Gabe. It would be awesome. All right. Since we got a couple of minutes before we get you out of here, Drew Martin bets uh, kicking it with us. Uh, Drew, another football team. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up USC just because I, I've, been, I've been talking about this, too, and I've been very critical of Clay Helton over the years. But if he was 0-4, people would be ripping this guy's ass apart. He's 4-0, and and nobody says a damn word suddenly. Well, well, whatever. Right? They don't give him credit. Um, so how about some credit for uh, Manny Diaz and what's going on with the Canes right now? we got two minutes, but, dude, they've only lost one game this year, and that was to Clemson. For sure, Gabe. I mean, this Miami Hurricanes team, I actually already bet on them this weekend. Minus three against UNC. It's one of my bigger bets of the weekend. We got 68 being the total in Hard Rock Stadium. You know, one thing that UNC struggles with is letting up havoc rate on their offense. It's an offense that's really good. Sam Howell at the quarterback position, averaging over 40 points a game, but letting up the tackles for loss and passes defended, that's exactly what Miami does good on the defensive side. So in this matchup, I like the Miami Hurricanes Hurricanes here, six and three against the number. UNC talking about their defensive struggles, just four and six against the number. Plus the fact, Gabe, Mac Brown and Manny Diaz, you know, they know each other. And the fact that uh, Mac Ooh, Brown yeah. fired Manny Diaz in 2013 as the Texas Longhorns defensive coordinator, we got that in our back pocket as well as De'Eric King and Rhett Lashley, the offensive coordinator and quarterback combination there, doing big things in Miami Gardens. So I like the Miami Hurricanes at home all week, practice everything there in South Florida, minus three over UNC. One of my bigger bets of the weekend, Gabe. All right, listen, we got less than a minute, Drew, so... How about the Colorado Buffaloes? Another football team kicking ass. I like them this weekend, too. Uh, we have about 30 seconds. What's your take on the Buffs? 
Colorado, yeah, I'm not wanting to step in front of them by any means here, Gabe. And just to be quick, I mean, uh, I, I, heck, going into this season, really unsure with the coach leaving, but uh, they've been a surprise. So I'm with you, Colorado or pass. Yeah, Darrell's done a great job uh, there. All right, so as everybody tuning in uh, can tell, nobody knows college football uh, like uh, Drew Martin and our, our main man, Joe Lisi, as well. But we got to get out of here. We'll definitely do this again now that you're settled back in Vegas on the West Coast. Great stuff, uh, Drew. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us, my man. Gabe, always fun, man. Be safe. Best of luck with your bets, buddy. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. All right, fun stuff uh, tonight. Fun stuff uh, tonight. Thanks to Drew Martin for kicking it with us uh, in Las Vegas. And um, uh, Teddy Covers was with us. Howard Balzer. Uh, quite um, quite, uh, quite a show tonight. Uh, there's quite a show every night. This shows uh, we're, we're starting to get into a groove and um, enjoying the guests and uh, good times. Going to start working some phone calls uh, in. Limited, limited. Um, you know, you notice modern sports talk radio, there's less calls because people are just stupider, right? I don't want to spend all night. Turn your radio down. <laughs> but where's where's our main man, Angry Kevin, at? I saw Kevin was in our chat. Everything's chat now on Twitter, right? Um, you know, we have a full house chat every night. I saw Kevin from Chicago, who's uh, Captain Ram as well, celebrating the win tonight. The Rams get it done uh, this evening. And um, you know what? Big, big win for the Rams. And you look at the uh, the playoff picture moving forward uh, right now, and the Rams are right in this thing. And they're going to be a load to deal with. They're going to be a difficult out. If the playoffs started now, the Rams would host the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, playoffs, if they started right now, Saints bye week, Vikings at Packers, Buccaneers would play the Rams, and the Seahawks would be at the Giants, which suddenly would be a tough game for the Seahawks. Seahawks just lost to the Giants. You know, now you're going to go into MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands in January? Have fun with that. That's pretty windy there. Let me tell you, I know. Um, in the AFC, big game for the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially Pittsburgh. Buffalo, listen, Buffalo sort of have my, yeah, Miami, they got Miami on their tail, but Buffalo will be fine. If you're if you're Pittsburgh, you're still hanging on right now to the top seed, but dude, Pitts, there's no way in hell Pittsburgh's going into Kansas City and beating Kansas City. The only way Pittsburgh are going to the Super Bowl is if they hang on to the top seed, and they're not going to the Super Bowl. It's going to be Kansas City or Buffalo in the Super Bowl. All right, great job, uh, Yang. Great job, uh, Mateus. Uh, tonight, thanks to Balzer, Teddy, Drew Martin. Thanks to everybody who tuned in. Uh, the same. See you on the Friday Night Freak Show and Game Time Decisions. Other night, you're on your own. Later. <laughs> 